Hello, you're listening to the Long Overdue Podcast from Decatur Public Library in Decatur, Texas. And today we have Miss Dawn and me, I'm Pat, and we are talking about our a new a relatively new program that just that we just started last summer called Kindergarten Readiness. So we're here to get the scoop on kinder readiness from Miss Dawn. So I know that that our library has as its kind of slogan or motto or mission statement or tagline or whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. the place to be for education, information, and enjoyment. So where does that education piece come from and what does that have to, why would we be the, the people doing a kindergarten readiness class? Well, actually, we'll probably put in a little enjoyment, too. Is that what you said? The last oh, perfect. One yes, yeah. that's the last one. So it's learning with while they're having fun, so they don't realize that they're learning sure. so much. So, uh, but the education part of it comes in with just helping parents to know what their child needs to know to start kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Teachers, when they get kids in for that first time. Right. They come in at all different levels. Mm-hmm. So giving the um, the child and the parent the opportunity to uh, know more prior to that um, is going to be very helpful because it's not just helping the child and giving them experiences. It's also uh, teaching the parent what to expect a little bit before their child enters kindergarten. Okay. So how... How did you come up with what you're including in the class? Where did that come from? Well, as a previous kindergarten teacher, uh, observing children and what their the expectations are for mm-hmm. them by the time they finish kindergarten, mm-hmm. um, I went back to the um, Texas Education Knowledge and Skills, which is uh, considered TEX. Some people call it TEKS. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just went through there and, you know, ga- gathering information from my previous knowledge of what the kids were lacking and maybe didn't know when they entered kindergarten and just pulled out um, several of those teaks to um, include in this program. Okay. It is by no means comprehensive. Well, that, that would be expecting a lot. Right. But I think that if the kids know, you know, the things that I'm talking about, during this class, they mm-hmm. will have a leg up compared to just going in without that information. Okay. So tell us how kindergarten readiness is structured and what's included there. Well, each course basically uh, or session consists of three parts. So it's going to be three different Mondays and about an hour at a time okay. um, because of the kids' attention span, mm-hmm. the children. So um, parents need to come in, and what they're going to do is observe the child okay. uh, during these three sessions. So, so, this, so this is not a drop your child off. This is not, okay. no. The, uh, the expectation is that you are there. You will have a checklist to be looking at things ah. that your child is doing. Um, it is okay if they're not doing those things because... A lot of things are developmental also, Sure. but when you leave here, you should know these are the things that I want to work on with my child to help them become better at kindergarten. 
So it's um, it's broken up into six different disciplines, and we'll cover two different disciplines for each class. Okay. I think our middle class runs a little bit longer than an hour. Mm-hmm. The other ones might be a little bit shorter. Okay. Um, we also have somebody who is going to help with siblings so that okay. the adults can stay with the child and observe okay. without interruptions from other siblings, whether they're younger or older. Okay. So so the, the point is to have that parent one-on-one observing their just-about-to-start-kindergarten child. Yes. Okay. Yes. So tell us what's included. Uh, well, first I want to uh, also mention that mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be the parent. Um, okay. Last year we did have grandparents mm-hmm. um, coming, and it's just going to be very helpful for them to take that information back to the, the parents as well. So just throwing, okay. it, throwing that out there. Other care- caregivers can uh, come as well. Okay, so what is included? So the first session is going to cover language, expressive and receptive language, and approach to learning and cognition. So those are really big words. Yeah, I was going to say, tell us what those really mean in in regular language, in regular people's speech. Um, A lot of it is very basic stuff. Does my child speak in complete sentences? Mm. Um, do they understand directions? Can they follow directions? Okay. You know, it's it's a lot of um, basically just understanding the language and communication. Okay. A lot of it. Um, talks about like retelling a story, okay. you know, matching pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have to tell the story word for word mm-hmm. back to you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just being able to put those elements of the story in order mm-hmm. and and tell you what it was about. Okay. And as they develop, they'll be able to put more details in. Sure. But that will be the the first okay. session. So is that what I think in star testing or whatever that would be narrative skills. Is that is that what that is? Putting things in the right order to make a story work. Is that the same thing? Um, I guess kind of. Um, you know, I I know that when the the kids start taking star in is it third grade? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they um, they have to pull out a lot of elements from the story. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like you know, answer questions based on the story. So yeah, if they can start thinking more about the story Mm -hmm. um, at this age, Mm -hmm. it will really help them by the time they get to that stage. So would this only apply to, I'm telling my child a story and I want them to tell it back? Or would it be the same kind of skills as if I say, so what did you do with grandma this morning? And they tell what happened. Would that is that the same kind of skill, or is that a different thing? Okay, I, th- there's a different approach to that okay. from what what I would do. So yes, I mean when you read a story mm-hmm. and for them to tell it back to you, mm-hmm. um, that's basically what I'm talking about. Okay, when you say something about um, tell me about your day, mm-hmm. that is so broad mm-hmm. that your child doesn't know what to say. Okay. That's why you get I don't know. Or nothing. Mm-hmm. So you have to be more specific. What did you do in math today? Mm-hmm. Or what did you do at recess? 
um, did you enjoy your lunch? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you well, know, that's so. why I said, what did you do with grandma instead of how was your day? But, okay. It, it Depend- just depends yeah. on your child, I sure. guess. Um, I know that a lot of times if you're getting that nothing and that response, mm-hmm. rephrase your question mm-hmm. so that it's more specific. So is that the same skill we're talking about, though? Or is that a different thing? Tell me about your, you know, tell me about math class. Yeah, as it would to be the same because you're... Tell me back the story I just told you. It's the recollection and I guess putting things I'm, in order. I guess order. what I'm really trying to ask you mm-hmm. is how would a parent go about practicing this skill if they saw that their child really needed some work in this area? Would they have to be, let's sit down, I'm going to tell you a story, you tell it back to me, or could it be those other things where they're recollecting and and telling you things that happened in their own experience? It could be, um, you know, just a conversation about things that have happened. Okay. But what you're looking for is a beginning, middle, end. Okay. So right. you're looking for a sequence mm-hmm. to your story, mm-hmm. to, to your happenings. You don't want to be jumping around. Okay. Sure. Okay. All right. Okay. So the second class has to do with math, and that includes, you know, a lot of sorting, dealing with patterns, um, you know, just a lot of counting. Mm-hmm. One thing that is a big deal is... Um, parents sometimes say, well, my child can count to 100. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, that may be fine. They may be able to reply with those numbers Mm -hmm. or the name that we apply to those numbers. But the child does not understand that this item means one and this item means two. Mm -hmm. They may Mm -hmm. actually count four items when there's only three there because they double count. Okay. So you, like... Start them small, like with five mm-hmm. things, and let them count out and make sure it's a one-to-one right. matching. Okay. So just things like that, little mm-hmm. games. That we'll have uh, different math games and things that they can play while the parent is observing. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of fun, a lot of manipulatives, little okay. uh, things that they get to play with. Cool. So, yeah, it's All a lot right. of fun. And the kids don't know that they're being observed and sure all that. So they're just here to have a good time at the library. Yes, exactly. Right. Okay, so, so then the third one. Yeah. Um, the third one is about physical development and social emotional. Uh, a lot of kids, especially you know, um, ones that don't go to daycare and, mm-hmm. and all that may not have exposure to dealing with other kids. So it right. puts them in a setting Which where can be very difficult. <laughs> yes. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Um, gives them the opportunity to interact with other kids mm-hmm. and, you know, you kind of can observe them in that situation also. Um, physical development deals a lot with fine motor skills mm-hmm. and gross motor skills. Okay. So can they draw a line? Can they draw a circle? Um, mm-hmm. Can they run across the room? Can they hop? Mm. Can they skip? Can they jump? You know, uh, just working on those little things. Okay. Yeah, I think it's just very helpful. One of the things that stuck out to me when I was teaching um, is how children put on their coats. Mm-hmm. Because they don't always put them on the way they're supposed to. Okay. (laughs) 
uh, they can go on upside down. Mm-hmm. So the hood is on their butt. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of little things that you don't think about as a parent sometimes when you're sending your kids to kindergarten mm-hmm. that that's what I kind of want to cover and help the child feel more comfortable when they're there and also to meet the expectations of the state and the school district because okay. I know the districts usually have a higher expectation than the state does mm-hmm. so yeah okay. so when are we've got a couple of different um, kinder readiness sessions planned so tell us when those are and in so our first session we're going to do before school's out and that's going to really help the people who have you know older kids that are in school mm-hmm. so they can it might just fit their schedule better so we're going to start our first one on april 30th at 10 15 and it'll go until about 11 30 ish okay so and then the other two two sessions will be may 7th same time and may 14th same time okay and then we're going to do another session so after you've done the first session you are welcome to do the second session, mm-hmm. but I don't know if you need to do it. Okay. Because you already have the information to so work with the your child first at home. three session, three class session. Yes. So you're committing, you, you probably need to be there at all three just to make sure that you're getting the, the whole spectrum of where your child may need some extra work before they start school. Yes. If you come to the first one mm-hmm. uh, and then not the others, you'll miss the math concepts right. and you'll miss the physical and social. Sure. Um, if you come to the second one, you're going to miss all the mm-hmm. language. So, right. so yes, it is developed in a three-part series okay. that that is helpful. So if you miss one mm-hmm. and want to pick it up on the second oh, sure. session... I'm fine with that as long as we know that so Mm -hmm. we have the supplies available. Okay. Um, So our second uh, session is going to be in June. It'll be June 4th, um, 11th, and the 18th. And again, the same time, 10.15 to 11.30. Okay. And if we get booked up, uh, we we have a limit of 20 kids, so you need to call and register your child for the... um, for the sessions, um, but if we get filled up, then we can potentially look into doing another one in July. Oh, great! Okay, so so you said call and sign up. Is that the only way they can get on the list? I believe uh, that you could get on our website and mm-hmm. register that way. Okay, uh, you can send me an email. Okay, if you want to do that. So yeah, there's other ways. Just try to get in contact with me about it. Okay. In some way, so that we've got you on the list. Hmm. <laughs> I think it's a great program. I think it's going to be something that's going to be very beneficial to parents and kiddos mm-hmm. um, for starting school. So, so can kids do kindergarten readiness and summer reading? Yes, and that's actually a really good thing for them. Okay. Um, and what what would they get out of summer reading if they can't read yet? Well, there's a couple different things. First of all, if you are hearing stories, somebody mm-hmm. else reading them, mm-hmm. uh, that's going to be beneficial for the child in, in developing their vocabulary. Mm-hmm. But it's also good to let the children look through their books and okay. t- 
create their own story hmm. with the pictures. Okay. So children can read books just by looking at the pictures. Okay. Um, another thing is that, um, I don't know if we mentioned this, uh, this is really for children who are going to be starting kindergarten mm-hmm. in the fall. Okay. So if your child is not going to start kindergarten in the fall, then come to our Little Learners story time on Wednesdays, uh, starting in probably late August, early September. Okay. And that will also help prepare them because they're going to be hearing stories, they're going to be counting, and they're going to do all kinds of things that Mm -hmm. if they're working on throughout the year, then when they do their kinder readiness program, they'll probably have a lot more check marks potentially than if that had not happened. Okay. Sounds good. So we've got two sessions of kindergarten readiness planned. The first one begins April 30th and goes through the first two Mondays of May. Mm -hmm. And the other session is the first three Mondays of June, all at 1015. Yes. You need to register ahead of time. Mm -hmm. And it's for children who are starting kindergarten in fall of 2018. Yes. I do want to mention also that we have other programs here, and they are listed as... Uh, like our STEAM program or our family Mm -hmm. program we're going to have this summer, it may say K through two, Mm -hmm. kindergarten through second grade. That means what grade your child will be starting in the fall. Okay. So anybody who goes through kindergarten readiness, they can also participate in the STEAMing events uh, throughout the summer, which could be another, you know, a whole, aspect. whole other level of learning that's, that's right. while they're having fun this summer. Yeah. Okay. So we've got Super. lots of things planned here for the summer and uh, for kids and teens and little mm-hmm. ones. And all that's going to be on our website, right? Which is DecaturPublicLibrary.com. Thanks very much, John, for filling us in on kindergarten readiness and what our little ones can look forward to at the library this summer. You're welcome. Hope to see y'all. Okay. Thanks for listening, and we'll have another episode of the Long Overdue Podcast next week.